Good morning! Welcome to the sixth bowl of Question Crunch. I have tons of important questions for beauty magician Nicole Townsend. Will you talk about doing makeup on corpses, walking off family murder, and giving Jason Voorhees a makeover? Okay, welcome to the show, Nicole. Hey, sorry. <laughs> that's okay. All right, that's Blanked. a good. That's a good intro. That's a good intro. It's a good hello. It's a good hello. It's kind of weird to all of a sudden stir up, to start the conversation like that. Oh hi. Oh hi. <laughs> no, that works. I like it. Okay, so I'm a big fan of your work. It's amazing. As someone who actually had who is who has gotten a haircut from you, uh, I love your work. It's amazing. I remember when uh, you cut my hair and I looked in the mirror and I was like, yeah, okay, I can dig that. Usually when I go to a salon and I get a haircut, I'm like. Yeah, that's all right. I'll, it'll grow back. It's whatever. But yours, I'm, I'm actually really impressed. Oh, thank you. Um, I would like people to know everything that you can do. And whenever I go on that list and I see stuff that you can do, I'm like, wow, this list just keeps going on and on. So what can you do? What, what do you do? Oh, what don't I do is a better <laughs> question at this point. Um, the services I do provide right now um, vary from I have been doing makeup since... I don't know. I was like 14. And uh, so that's one of my ones that I, it's, it's huge. Like that's one of my biggest ones. My, I, like yesterday I just posted on my Instagram story that I was like the core of my passion because that's where it started. It all started with makeup. And um, I also do hair. I do everything from haircuts to colors. I do men's, women's. I, I love the, everything that is involved with hair. And I also uh, worked for Benefit Cosmetics, which is a huge on their brows. And so I got super into eyebrow waxing, and it's actually probably my bread and butter at this point. And I've literally had women threaten me if I ever decide to quit doing brows, they will hunt me down because they will not <laughs> photo anybody else. They'll put a bounty on your head. Yes, like where is Nicole? Like you see me on milk cartons. I need her for my brows. <laughs> so, uh, what goes into doing brows? I saw brow threading. Is that what's no, I do brow waxing. Wow, brow waxing. Okay. Um, I, God, that's a, a controversy, a huge controversy. Not threading or waxing. The verses. The verses. There's a there's a battle. <laughs> there's a battle. <laughs> I personally am against. I'm on the pro wax. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I'm not into threading. I I think it's not as precise as waxing, and I also think it's um uh, it's not going to clean up the hair as well because sometimes with thread, what it's doing is it's actually Almost like think if you have like a, a rubber band and you twist it and those little twists are in the middle. What that's doing is it's rolling and it's tightening up around the hair and then it can pluck or it can cut. And so it's most sometimes it's cutting. And so you're not even getting all the hair off, but it's so short now because it's against the skin that you don't notice it. And then three days later, oh my God, I need to get my brows done again. Are you kidding me? It's because it grew out. It wasn't, it wasn't pulled. It was cut. And so I just feel like in the pain and the unpreciseness of it, because when you get your eyebrows threaded 95% of the time, you're going to lean back and you actually hold your own face. Like I said, it is painful. So my tension on this side is not going to be the same tension on my right side. It's not going to be the same tension on my left side yeah. because now I'm like, oh, I don't want this. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm going to be a little bit more lax. And so I'm not holding the skin as, as tight or what we call taunt as, um, as I would the first time. And so now my brows are a little bit off. And then also at that point, your skin laxes. And what that does is when that's twisting, it will actually grab your skin and cut you. It doesn't happen all the time, but it does happen. And also I think not always everybody who does it is very hygienic because they're holding a ball of thread in their hand. They have it wrapped around their other hand. And then that end piece is inside their mouth. And most cotton in it, most thread is made of cotton. Cotton is absorbent. I don't know how fast it can travel down the thread, but at the end of the day, I also never see them wash their hands in between. They're not wearing gloves. It freaks me out. I just, I'm not, I don't feel the sanitations there. Now on the pro side of waxing. Sorry, that's 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 a lot of wincing right now. I know, with the, the pain I know. And the, and the, oh, on ah. the, the unhygienic, I know that's exactly how I feel when someone's ah. like, oh, I get my eyebrows threaded. And I'm like, hmm. So I, I never, because I don't, I, I, I have no reason to look into eyebrow threading. And so whenever I saw that word come up, I was just like, I don't have to Google that. But thank you for letting me know what the threading oh, is. Oh, yeah. I don't, want, I don't want anything to do with that now. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm pro waxing. <laughs> yeah, no, because with waxing, how it should be done, I guess, is the better way of putting this because I have seen it not done properly. Like a lot of nail salons, I'll see them doing waxing at a pity bowl, which isn't a problem. So you're in your pedicure done. Someone's over here probably doing your nails and you have Lily right here doing your brows. Not a problem, but you'll see that they'll double dip the wax. And say you have some kind of bloodborne pathogen. Okay. And I put wax on you and I missed a spot. So I'm going to go back over it one more time. Now, I just got your blood on the stick. I'm going to just shove it right back into this pot that's not hot enough to kill anything, but it's warm enough to keep things alive. And it's now just this giant cesspool. And now I'm going to do your brows. (laughs) (laughs) And I cut you. I pulled off a little bit of skin with you, too. Or you have like, you know, when you pluck a hair, sometimes it'll bleed. It's it's. It happens. Sure, sure. It's not like it's. It, it Bodies needs, are weird. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like I don't have an exact reason why that happens. You'll pluck a hair or it bleeds. Yeah. But that little spot of blood that means you have open skin now. Yeah. And now I'm gonna wax you with HIV hepatitis persons yeah. with this big old bucket of wax. Yes. And now you're getting <laughs> affected. How I do it is, um, I actually map your brows, and mapping is just me taking the measurements of your face and drawing out what the brow structure should be for you personally. So even if you're identical twins, there's always something off with your face sure. that's a little bit different from the other. So everyone's going to have their own personal look for brows yeah. now. So, and that's why the measuring happens that way. And then um, I use a single stick every time. You'll see me use it. I put it on um, a a dirty nap like a, it's called your soiled station um i'll set it there i'll use a strip and you'll see me set that down and then i get new ones every single time so i usually have anywhere from like nine to twelve sticks because i'm not going to double dip because i'm not trying to grow a cesspool yeah no i'm i'm i <laughs> so i mean it's like it's pro wax but you got to go to like to right waxers sure. type of thing i'm like and that's where it gets harder because then with a lot of people who's going to these nail salons so like you know, at the nail salon I went to and I saw Sally, we'll say, getting her eyebrows waxed. Yeah. Now the next day or like with over the week, she's growing these little red, white, like pimply looking things around her brows. Yeah. It's probably a bacterial infection. Most likely. And they're like, oh, I just, I break out when I get waxed. I'm like, eh, <laughs> Breakouts are red. When yeah. you get like a, like it's like a irritation, it turns like, it looks almost like high V and it's red. That's a breakout. White pimples is a bacterial infection. <laughs> Don't do that. It shouldn't look that way. <laughs> I'm like, that's a little bit more. It's not that you're allergic to wax. You're just probably getting infected every time you go. I am super understanding why people are hunting you down for the waxing. Yes. Yeah. So don't don't quit. Oh my god. Like that sounds disgusting. <laughs> and it's that's not even the reason. I wish that was. I wish it was that was not the reason. No, it's because. Uh, well, I mean, no, it's your skill, right? Yeah, it's okay. the skill. It's they've been to different places and like maybe they didn't have any reactions or weird stuff happen. Yeah. It's just. Well, I went to I went to Rebecca and she was doing great the first five times. Then I don't know what happened. Now this one's really thin and she took off too much here. And now I have this hole and now they're not growing back. And so I put people through like brow boot camp or rehab or whatever you want to call it. They all, all my clients have their own name for it at this point. <laughs> what, what does that incline, What does that mean? Like- so I'm like forcing you to grow out your brows. Okay. I usually will tell you to throw away your tweezers <laughs> because you and most women when they're getting ready in the morning, they'll like look in the mirror and like even I I have girls who tell me they even have tweezers in their car at this point because they get best lighting out there. So they'll sit in their car and they'll look up and they'll be like, oh, what is, what is that? Oh, I need to get that. And they'll just start tweezing. But the problem is when you get really close like this and you pull back, holy crap, they're all different now. Yeah. Which I'm sure you could, you know, with art, like you're sitting here and you're drawing this and you come back and you're like, what the hell was I doing? Always. Exactly. And it's the same thing with your brows. You just, you're so in tuned right here. And then you come back to the larger spectrum of it and it's like, oh, now this one has to match. And so then you start going to town on this one. And so just over tweezing your brows like that, though, you're constant when you're pulling out the hair, it is disrupting its growth patterns and it's going to, it can potentially scar up so much that it will not grow back. Ah. So then... That's why a lot of girls dealing with, like, the whole 90s, like, itty-bitty, thin, like, Gwen Stefani, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera brows. Mm-hmm. Just because theirs grew back does not mean ours are going to. Yeah. I'm sure money has something involved with that. <laughs> <laughs> or fame. I don't know. It's, no, I, no, you'll, you'll see that with a lot of celebrities where you're like, uh, weren't, weren't you losing your hair? When yeah. It was- and, oh, it's back. Oh, he's at the pool. It's still on. That's cool. All right. <laughs> okay. 
you know, face r- rich magic. I get it. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll never understand, but I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you know, money money does some cool things. Yeah. So now that I. I force them to grow them back out, and I've only and that mapping I do. I do it every single time, so you see exactly. I'm doing the same shape every time. I'm never going to go outside these lines. They're always going to stay here. So your brows are always going to be exactly the same. And I've had girls that are like I really need to get them done to call in your book, so I went somewhere else, and I regretted it. I will never do that again. I will pre-book. I'm like, good job. That's adorable. I love that a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, good. I'm glad you learned. Come on back. I still love you. I understand. <laughs> Who knew that customer service and consistency would keep customers coming back? <laughs> I have no idea. Well, that's pretty cool. Like, do, do, uh, you said that it's uh, some people call it uh, eyebrow boot camp, right? Yeah. Uh, boot camp is usually a negative thing. Does there anyone else get like stressed out during your boot camp? Like they're they're just like freaking out. They're like, oh my god, Nicole, I wanted to tweeze so bad. It's almost like it, that's why I call it rehab because yeah. it's like you know when you go to like hi rehab and boot camp. I can I can they one and the same. Come yeah, on. they are. But I, like but like in my head, I just think of like all those movies and shows where they're like. Hi, I'm Nicole, and I'm a tweezaholic. Yeah. Hi, Nicole. <laughs> Hi, Nicole. Exactly. <laughs> I've been tweezing for 12 years, and I can't stop. And it's like, so they come to me, and they're like, oh, my God, Nicole. Like, I'm like their, like, sponsor. They're like, oh, I want to tweeze. And it's like they have, like, been jonesing to tweeze, or they're having, like, tweeze withdrawal. And I'm like, it's okay. It's okay. Have and you been thinking about giving anyone, like, a button that says, <laughs> I survived? I- <laughs> You know what? That is a great idea. I might start that. I don't know because like I always see like rehab. They always have like that coin or the, the coins yeah, the coin. are like the keychain. Something yeah. just to give them just to give them a thing that's like, all right, I didn't tweeze today. <laughs> didn't tweeze for the last six weeks. Here you go. Good job. That's pretty cool. That's a, so you so you're a lot more peaceful and a lot nicer than the uh, drill sergeant who was yelling. You know, uh, no, I apparently I'm not as nice as I think I am. <laughs> I only say this because I, every time they're like, Nicole, I, I was going to tweeze, but I just heard you yelling at me in my head. And I'm like, I've never yelled at you. And they're like, I don't know. It just, it sounded like you were screaming at me and you're like, don't you tweeze. <laughs> and I have other clients who, um, they have the opposite issue where they like, they overcut their eyebrows. And so they're trimming them so much that it looks like they shaved it. Yeah. And I'm like, did you shave your eyebrow? They're like, no, no, I, I cut it. <laughs> and I'm like, stop cutting your eyebrows. And so like <laughs> yesterday, I just had one of my, she's my, I call her my chronic cutter. Okay. And I'm like, oh my God, Christine, I'm so proud of you. She's like, what? I'm like, you have like actual growth on your eyebrow. It's, you didn't cut it. And she's like, I didn't. <laughs> like she totally was like astonished. Like she didn't do it. She's all touching her eyebrows. She's like, "Oh my god, I didn't cut it." And I'm just like, "Look at you go." Oh, that 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 sounds like brow therapy. I can dig right? it. Right? Yeah. I'm like, I'm here for it. It's rehab, twelve <laughs> step program. I got to figure out the steps. <laughs> so you said you started uh, starting cosmetics. You started makeup at 14. I did. What got you into that? Was it just society um, <laughs> no uh i actually was involved in pageants from like a very young age like before i could walk okay my mom like you'll see it it's so cute there's like zero to two year olds and like the zero to one year olds their moms are carrying them down the the stage and that's how i started pageants and then i was in them until about 13 14 and when i was younger i was always like oh, i want to be in front of the camera and then I realized how much that invades your privacy as I yeah. got older. And I'm like, oh, wait, I don't want people bothering me. I don't <laughs> tabloids. And I don't need everyone knowing my exploits. Like, oh, no, I don't want that. I'm like, I'll be behind the camera. They make just as much in my head. <laughs> I hope they love their job and they don't get attacked by the celebrities. But whatever. In my head, this is fantasy. <laughs> so I was like, maybe I want to start learning makeup. And so um, my, my makeup artist, I told her, I was like, I'm really interested in. She was like, you should, you should look into it. You should start learning how to do it and I was like okay so and that's like when YouTube started getting a little bit bigger and there was all these YouTubers like um Candy Johnson is still very big and uh one of my other favorites was um her name's Queen of Blending and like I even reached out to her for my senior photos like I really wanted her to do my makeup for my senior photos that's how much obsessed I was with this woman and she responded she did and she um she told me at the time she was fully booked okay (laughs) and I was like oh but I also asked her what school she went to and she gave me a lot of information like that and it was amazing for somebody who had like a huge following back then to just talk to her audience it was amazing but um it, it encouraged me and so I started like just practicing on people like I remember I wanted to be a nail artist for a long time too and like my whole family would just suffer and let me give them pedicures and paint 
butterflies and crap all over their nails and just lived the life and was like, yeah, Nicole did it. Is that a suffer? <laughs> I don't see that as suffering. I, if you've ever had a 10-year-old file your nail yeah. <laughs> to the point where you're like, ow, honey, stop, that hurts. You're, you're okay, all right, too all right. Much. <laughs> it becomes suffering. And gotcha. then when I'm like every single weekend, I'm like, can I redo your nails? They're like, um, you're still a little sore from last week. How about next week? Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> so it, it was more of me being aggressive about it, like, let me do your nails. Because <laughs> I, I was thinking of it, like, when whenever someone goes into, like, massage therapy school, they're like, oh, can I practice? I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Just, you know. <laughs> yeah, the shoulder. Can you do that one more time? Yeah, yeah. So with nails, I'm just like, I can see myself. I'm like, yeah, if I can watch, you know, the Goonies while you <laughs> work, right. paint my nails, do it. Just, <laughs> just live your hair. Go to town. <laughs> you want some unicorns on there? I can, yeah, yeah. let's do this. <laughs> Goonies never say die. Let's do right. this. <laughs> that's when I was just like I want to do this so then I started doing makeup and stuff for my friends and then all of a sudden I was doing haircuts in like the middle of the quad at A.B. Miller and I was just like my friends were like can you raise your hair and I was like yeah I can and just started doing it it was just it was like just on my own and then uh with me being um a teen mom I I had to make decisions on what I wanted to do with my life I got pregnant at 13. Mm-hmm. Like I had to decide what I was going to do. And, um, uh, my, my fresh, and that was my, the beginning, like the middle of freshman year that I got pregnant. Okay. So I had to, I, I struggled a lot through high school and stuff. And, uh, once I got to senior year, I was like, okay, I need to figure out the hell I'm going to do. And I had two options. I either wanted to be a hairdresser and makeup artist, or I wanted to go into the military. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> Totally different. Why not both? You did both. You right? I, I tried. I tried. <laughs> With your boot camp. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the only reason I didn't go into the military, though, was because they told me I would have to sign my um, Haley over to somebody. And oh. I didn't want to sign my daughter over to anybody. Because uh, I, me and her dad were not together. And having I hadn't spoken to him since she was one. So clearly that's not going to happen. And I didn't want to burden my mother with that. And so I was like, no, like that's just not for me. Like, I just, I can't do this. So then um, I was joking around one day with uh, one of the Marine recruitments after I've already talked to the Army and I found out I had to do all this. And I was like, never mind. And he was like, there's a job here for everyone. I was like, oh, really? I want to be a makeup artist and hairdresser. What can I do? And he's like, you can work in the morgue. <laughs> they got to look good when those in those caskets. <laughs> I was like. That's dark. <laughs> I looked at him and I was like. Ouch, bro. Um, <laughs> I mean, he's not—he's not, he's not he's wrong. He's not wrong. And I sat there and I was like, "Well, damn, you're right. I could do that. I don't—I don't know if I can handle that. Yeah, I could." And I like—it made me sit there for a while and think. I was like, "How do I? How do I go about that then?" And then I was like, "Okay, no, stop that. You're, you're going too far into this. You're thinking too far into this. Your dark mind went too far. You need yeah. to stop." <laughs> I'm like, "All my Hannibal Lecter dreams are coming true." <laughs> and I'm like, "Stop that, Nicole. You need to stop. You need to go and do some real stuff." So then um, I did like an like a adult school and finished my high school diploma. Got all that done. Had my son and then just started beauty school and the rest was history at that point. Like I love everything I do now. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm just thinking of Death Becomes Her now because like because uh, yes. Bruce Willis was the character that did uh, the makeup on dead people. Yes, I just remember that scene in like I, I think it's at the funeral where he's like, oh man, you really made the skin pop. How did you do that? And he just <laughs> explains it. He's like, yeah. oh yeah, some paint, <laughs> spray paint. <laughs> so your first clients were your family then? Uh, technically yes, but when you, when you asked me that question, I was like, okay, so if I want to. Go from like beauty school. Yeah. Like when my career really started, my first client was actually my daughter. Okay. And she was my first human <laughs> client. We your did your first human heads. living client. Yeah. Like, because I had my doll heads, but I mean, <laughs> they don't move and stuff. Kids move. Yeah. Um, I actually, this scar right here on my left pinky was caused by my sheer slipping because she moved <laughs> and I sliced my whole finger open and like I just, and my shears, some they they have like the holes and got caught on my knuckle. So I'm yeah. I'm standing here holding my pinky and my shear hanging off my thumb, and I'm like, uh, hold on. And I just like turn around and I'm trying to be calm because at this time I think Kaylee is like six. Yeah. And sh- I didn't want her to panic. Yeah. So I'm like, and there's a mirror in front of us so she could see everything I'm doing, and I just like, I'll be right back, baby. And I turn around and I'm like. 
oh my god and my classmate she's like what happened and i'm just like running to the sink and there's just a, a trail of blood behind me <laughs> and i'm just sitting there and i'm holding it my teacher runs over and she's trying to help me and she's like and my teacher is like i'll finish your daughter's haircut for you and i was like thank you it looks like crap right now <laughs> and yeah she was my first client and i like every time She's like, whenever she's being a brat or something, or she's not sitting still, I'm like, Haley, do I need another scar? <laughs> and she's like, sorry, mommy. Gotta love, she, gotta love the mom guilt. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, that I'm, guilt trip works every time, too. I like that you explained that, oh, she's six, so she's going to freak out. I'm like, man, I'm an adult, and I'd freak out if I saw my hairstylist with, like, gut blood coming off their finger. I'd freak out. Like. Right? I just, I'm just like, mm. Like, and I'm not even, it wasn't even like, cause we had, um, at the, at schools, they usually are classrooms and then there's actually a salon floor. Cause they, we do take clients off the streets. It's how you build that clientele and that's how you learn how to communicate with them. And it's just, it's kind of like, uh, with metal school, school, they go to clinics, same idea. Uh-huh. And it wasn't even out on the floor that this happened. This happened in the classrooms. And I'm, I'm, I'm standing here. I'm like, oh, my God, I need to stay professional. I'm like, I'm around students and their families. Like, it was family day. So I'm like, we all know that we're all learning. We all know that we're not. We've only been in school for about six months. We barely know what the hell we're doing in the first place. Um, I don't know why. But in that moment, I was like, oh, my God, stay professional. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. I'm fine. Everything's good. Michelle, can you please get this shear off my thumb? <laughs> Help me wash it off. <laughs> Yeah, so... That sounds... Oh, my God. <laughs> it was bad, too. I needed... I let. I didn't go to the hospital. I should have. Yeah? Because then it got really infected. And, like, even when it first happened, I swear, like, you could see, like, all the meat. And I could have sworn I saw, like, almost like a tube was cut. And you could yeah. see, like, the little holes. And I was like, oh, that does not look good. I'm just going <laughs> to put a Band-Aid on. And I was like, I'll get some butterfly Band-Aids. Yeah. And just some it. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. It'll be fine. And then I was like getting infected and I was like, ooh. And I went to the doctor, she's like, why didn't you come in for to get stitches? And I was like, Look. <laughs> it's a cut. And he's like, you should have came in. I was like, eh, it's, it's a pinky. We could live without a pinky, right? Who are you, a doctor? <laughs> right? How are you gonna tell me? I've been in school for six months for hairdressing and we went over human anatomy and I know my phalanges. What do you know over those seven years? Come on. Seven years? really my kid's six <laughs> i've been wrapping boo-boos for at least six years man i just need someone to kiss this pinky and it'll be fine where's your guys's mommy <laughs> you have like a mom department i need i need a mom I need mommy kisses yeah. magic yeah that, that'll take care of it where's your where's your doctor mom's <laughs> Out as like a Patch Adams, like Mrs. Doubtfire mix <laughs> coming over and like, come here, sweetie, I'll kiss it. I uh, take these uh, two kisses in the morning and <laughs> take those. Good luck, and you'll be fine. <laughs> just, just place it. You're gonna rub it. <laughs> the mom doctor comes in, smacks a th- uh, thermometer at someone's hands. Like, don't worry, I got this. Just put, puts the back hand on the forehead. Is like, okay, cool. Yes. <laughs> And then you have, like, the different, like, ethnicities. So there's that Mexican mom holding, like, Vicks. And yeah. she's like, put it on the feet. Hold on. <laughs> I don't want to go to the Jewish mom because that's just going to be, uh, what, a WebMD? <laughs> oh, my God. You're, you're dying. dying. You're dying. <laughs> that's like a Joe Coy. He says, like, uh, Vietnamese people are, like, a lot of them become nurses because that's what their parents wanted them to be. Okay. And then they're, like, he's, like, uh, so and they're always like, oh, elevate the feet, elevate the feet. <laughs> <laughs> so I just imagine this mom running in like, elevate the feet. <laughs> I like the doctor mom department. That's, that's where I want to go. I'm so here. So speaking about cutting and okay. hair cutting, <laughs> well, you, you mentioned the cutting of your finger. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and thinking about, I'm, I'm just preaching the trail of blood that follows you. Uh, that makes me think of Sweeney Todd. Oh. Um, and it, when I was thinking about this, when I was thinking about hair cutting, I realized that uh, Johnny Depp has two roles of hair cutting. You have yeah. uh, Edward Scissorhands and Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd being a barber. Um, what Johnny Depp character? If, if you were Sweeney Todd, if you were the Sweeney Todd type, what Johnny character? What Johnny Depp character would you like to kill? Okay, so this was hard because I was like, it hard. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I love Johnny Depp. There's like, gotta be some characters. How do you make me kill him? There's and characters then, of his. So then I thought about it, and I was like, yeah. okay. I didn't like how I, I hated his like his character, like the character that he was in um, 
Friday the 13th. Okay. I was like, eh, that's fucking... And Friday the 13th? Wait, no, no. Oh, uh, Nightmare for... Uh, yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street. Elm Street, there you yeah. go. Sorry, sorry. Well, no, today, today when this goes up, it's going to be Friday the 13th, so that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'm, uh, but yeah, so in that scene where he, and like, you know how he's like, ah, oh, babe, like, don't worry. And he's just like that stupid guy. And I'm like, ah, oh, we can't, we can't, we can get rid of you. You're fine. 80s kind movies of, were filled with toxicity. It's ridiculous. Right. And then, but like, you know how like Sweeney Todd would be sitting there and he's just like, yeah, screw this guy. And he's just like, bye. And he'll yeah. kill him. And I'm like, that's, that would have been him. I've been and, singing Joanna. <laughs> 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 Bye, I'm done. Yeah. And then you're like, ah, oh, this one's got his kid. Never mind. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was thinking like, because one of my favorite Johnny Depp movies is Blow. Okay. And I was like, no, I can't kill him. Like, I feel sorry for him. He was just trying to do right by his kid after a while and by his wife. And she was a just awful. <laughs> and so I feel for him. Like, no, I don't want to kill him. I feel bad if this question made you cry. Yeah, I know. I was just like, oh, no, I don't want to kill him. I love him. And then I thought about and I was like, you know what? The second time he did the Mad Hatter, he drove me insane too. Okay. Because I'm like, we all got problems here. Why are you so stuck on the fact? I get it. Your your whole culture is gone. I get it. <laughs> I go through shit every day too. <laughs> Why are you stuck on genocide? Why Come can't on. You let it go. <laughs> Walk I'm, it off. I'm telling that's you. That's tr- that's that's awful. That's dark. Too. It's so dark. And I'm telling this to the kids, and their yeah. eyes are just getting wider, and they're like, "Mom." Seriously. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, I, I can see where this is bad, guys, but like. You gotta move on. You can't just keep holding on to things. And I was no, like, no, no, no. The Mad Hatter's the Mad Hatter's tragic history. No, I'm a, I'm per- I'm perfectly fine with him holding on to that. That's it was I another don't know. That's just kind of where I was because, like, but oh also God. I was thinking of a Mad Hatter though. What if this genocide never really happened? What if it was all the mercury in his brain? Yeah, but we like, saw we saw the flashback. It happened but again. What if that was like a mercury flashback? Alice went back in time. Nah. <laughs> I still in disbelief. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm not... <laughs> Walk it off, Mad Hatter. I, I get it. Your whole family died, but what? You know, come on. But you, you got to pick up the pieces, man. You know? <laughs> you got Alice to take care of. We ain't got time for this. Yeah, but he picked up the pieces. It, he did. It only broke when he saw the little hat in the in the ground. I know. I don't know why. That's just like that. That's the only thing that came to my mind is an annoyance. Oh, my God. And, like, see, like, this is why I was like, I don't know who to kill. So I was like, mm, Elm Street. He can Elm die. Street. Okay, I could dig that. Wow. Sorry. I was just like, I don't know. I just, I couldn't think. And then I was like, well, I don't want to kill Edward. And I don't want to kill... Willy Wonka kind of got on my nerves for a little bit. See, okay, here. I'll I can switch see, I, it. I can kill him. I'll switch it. We'll kill Willy Wonka instead of Mad Hatter because, you know, Willy Wonka's crap was really pathetic. Yeah. Everyone's got daddy issues. Go be a stripper. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with Willy Wonka. Yeah, we can go kill Willy. Like, yeah. I'll do that. All right. And I still I still think he was a very exploitive of... Uh, exploit, exploitive? Exploitative? He exploited the Oompa Loompas. I'm okay with killing Willy yeah, Wonka. Yeah, exactly. He's like, oh, I'll save you with the, from these animals, but hey, you gotta work for me. <laughs> I feel like this is a loose beast on slavery now. <laughs> <laughs> it totally was. Don't know. <laughs> And then you made me feel so bad when you're like genocide. I was like, oh man, now I sound like those people who don't think the Holocaust happened. Shoots. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I didn't say that. <laughs> I was like, oh man, I'm. I'm. Free. I don't want to be Kanye. <laughs> so, <clears throat> another really important question. Um, I no, you, you're you're a cosmetic. You do makeup. You do haircuts. So it made me think of barbershops. Um, if you had a barbershop quartet, who would be in your barbershop quartet? You're number one. Who's your three? Okay, so if it's me, and then I'm going to add in Mary Lambert and Tegan and Sarah. Okay. I wanted all women's quartet, and I wanted us all to be lesbians at this point, because now that I was, like, going deeper into it, like, <laughs> like seriously, I wrote this question down, and I started writing it, and I started having, like, I had, like, a list, and I, like, kept breaking down the list, and I was like, okay, now, who's going to work best with my voice? Because <laughs> if fa- I'm singing... Fantasy football list like, of yeah. uh, barbershop quartet? Okay. <laughs> so I'm all sitting here, and I'm all, like, dying, I'm like... Well, now I want it to be all women. So I cut out all the men at this point. Because yeah. I'm like, no, now I want all women quartet. Because it's always men quartets. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, bye guys. And then I'm looking at the women. And I'm like, mm, okay, now I want it to be all lesbians. So let me just cut off a couple more. And then I got down to the, <laughs> like, and then I was like, you know what? Let me think of me and Kalina. And I was like, she loves Tina and Sarah. I love Mary Lambert. And honestly, I think all four of our voices would work together. Let's just do it. Uh-huh. There's, we got some alto-ish stuff. We got some soprano stuff. We'll be fine. <laughs> we can make this happen. <laughs> 
I wonder if there is an all-women barbershop quartet. I never Googled that. There's got to be, right? <laughs> I'm sure there has I to be. I hope there is. Man. <laughs> I can just see, like, like I, now that I'm picturing it, I see it as, like, butch women, and I'm just like, yeah, that's right. I can see you guys all wearing your suits and, like, going for it. And then you just see that one girl, and she just, like, hits this high note, and you're like, okay, get it. <laughs> I got I to gotta find this out. I need, I need to see this happen. Oh, my God. <laughs> um. In your whole history of haircutting, what has been like your one of your best experiences of haircutting? Okay, so this one, it took me back to like my first salon. And um, I had this little boy and he was uh, autistic and he was losing his mind in the chair. He wanted nothing to do with this. He didn't want to be there. We had to, uh, <clears throat> his parents were like, I'm so sorry. And they're like trying to hold him down. I was like, no, don't, don't hold him down. Like, it's fine. Like, we'll figure this out. So I actually had to work with him and let him like start touching things. And like, I would like hold hand in the clippers and then he would like hold them and then I would turn them on and I would hold it and have it, I put his hand on the back of it. And I'm like, see, it tickles. And I just had to like really bond with him and get him comfortable. I let him touch all the tools from like clips to combs, whatever he wanted to play with at that point. I gave to him as long as it wasn't a shear. Yeah. <laughs> like we're not. As we, as we. Yeah. Dr. Mommy's <laughs> office is not closed right now. We can't give that to you. Here's so, a shear. Run with it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do it to some kids, but not this one. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so for, and it was just like, after that, like he felt so relaxed and calm and his mom, like her eyes were starting to fill up with tears. And I was like, please don't cry. What's happening? What did I do wrong? Like I'm over here like, oh crap, what I do? I did something wrong. And she's like, I've never had anybody put this much effort into him for a haircut. She's like, I don't even have doctors sometimes that give him this much like effort. And I can't thank you enough for this. And like, I'm about to start bawling and I'm like, oh my God, I can't do this. <laughs> Everyone's was, crying except for the kid. <laughs> he's like over here, like with the clip. Yeah. I'm like, dang it. <laughs> and it was just, it was so rewarding and it made me feel good about everything that I do. And I was, and like, you know, I've had clients cry in my chair before because they're like, you don't understand, like, I had cancer and like, like, you made me feel beautiful again when I didn't feel beautiful anymore and like these other things. And, Nobody understands that, like, hairdressing does touch people. Like, I spend time with you. I'm talking to you. Like, I care about you. I know not every hairdresser feels this way, but I do. And I'm not that one to just be like, oh, your money. Like, no, like, you're family at this point. Like, I care for you. I love you. And I'm going to do whatever I can for you. And you're giving them confidence. Exactly. And so whatever I can do to make you feel good about you, because I know you're a great person, I'm going to do that for you. And even if that's, like, if I'm doing makeup and it's only for one day and you're going to wash it off, like, I know you had the best day of your life. You're going to make me cry. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Touching hearts and hair. <laughs> um, I, 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 I saw on your Instagram, which is what's your Instagram account? Uh, it is Nikki M. Doll Artistry. Okay. Um, I saw the, the Makeup Mondays. I hope you do more of that. Oh, my God. I am so mad at myself for this one. <laughs> Why are you mad at yourself for this one? I Because I wanted to... Like, I wanted to go into this and I wanted to do it. I have Mondays off. I literally have no excuse, but uh -huh. like, I hit Mondays and I'm exhausted and I lay down on my bed and I'm like, I don't do this anymore. Exhaustion is not an excuse. That's I a total, know. that's a legitimate reason. No, no, I'm saying, <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm not being, I'm not being one of those people that's like, oh, no excuses. No, no, I'm being, no, you're human. You're yeah. human. Exhaust, exhaustion makes sense. Right. And then, like, so I mean, I did want to sit there though and like do it every Monday. And then I thought, like, you know, what I should be doing if I was a smart woman, which 80% of the time I feel like I am. Smart's overrated. <laughs> like, you know, when I'm not like juggling all my rest of my life. Yeah. Um, I was like, I should just start recording myself getting ready every day. Mm -hmm. And then I just, I have all this backup film. And then I could just start pushing it out on Mondays. And then I was like, eh, then I don't feel like I'm doing it the way I wanted to do it. And I, I feel like that's cheating now. I don't want to do that. Cause then it's, and not, the, it's not cheating. I'm just letting you know it's not cheating. It's, and I, I think this is why, cause I thought back to like you do Tuesdays yeah. and you do them live. Everyone's watching you do it. Yeah. So you're committing every Tuesday. You're going to do that drawing every Tuesday. And like, I, I look out for them. I get ready to you doing it to the point where I've been late to work a few times where I'm watching and I'm like, Oh crap! It's like nine o'clock. I gotta go. No, no, the, the, the live thing. Don't, don't, don't be live. Don't oh, be live. Yeah, no. Live is stressful. Life is stressful. No, no, I... live being filming no, live, live. No, that's what I meant. Live okay. is stressful. I, it's counting off my yeah, yeah. life. Sorry, my bad. No, live is stressful. I tried. I, 
I was like, oh, the camera and this. Oh, nope, I'm done. I can't do this. I don't know how people do this. When I'm when I'm writing, when I'm writing on those cartoons for live drawings, uh, mm-hmm. I'll get to a, the word America. I know how to spell America. I've done it. I'm I live here. I know how to spell America. But there's times when it's live when I'm like, e like. <laughs> America, that's fine. That's fine. I'll start getting stressed out, and it's only because people are watching. I'm like, right. oh my god, <laughs> it's stressful. So I don't recommend it to everyone. When people say like, oh, uh, Jimmy does it, so I'll do it. I'm like, no, 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 no. No, no but it was just like your commitment. That's yeah. what I was. That's what my admiration came from. And I was like, you know what? Nope. He commits every Tuesday to do this. I should commit every Monday to do this. And then life got in the way and everything else and i'm just like i'm too tired i can't do this (laughs) so i want to do a thing where it's a youtube where i'm uh doing drawings out in nature and what i think i'll be doing is i'll do like a four drawings and Uh then i'll scatter them throughout the month so uh, every week you'll get a video but i record them in one day right that's genius so i think that uh it's not cheating so when you're saying (laughs) that i'm going to record me doing makeup and then just scatter it throughout the month no, that's not cheating. That's right. that's prep work. Yeah, I know. And that's what I thought about too because I was like, you know, these YouTubers and like podcasts and everybody else, like obviously we're doing it before and we're going to put it out a different day. Yeah. I don't know why in my head I'm like, I'm not going to edit. I'm not going to have time for that. Like I need to do this right here and right now. <laughs> I swear, like it's like my one track mind. I'm like, no, I have a mindset. We're doing Monday. It has to be done Monday. <laughs> oh my God. It's so bad. <laughs> Um, one of my favorite things that you did as far as makeup is, uh, you did, you put, you made yourself the Grinch. That is my favorite character makeup. That was amazing. I loved it. And you did like the facial gestures of the Grinch. I did. Is that your most extreme makeup job? No, but you won't like my answer for my most extreme. I disagree. Pennywise. You're right. I did. (laughs) (laughs) I should have been ready for that. I, that's why I was like, "Mm." Jimmy. Oh my god, I should have been ready for that. I don't know how I wasn't, how I didn't predict that. Yeah, I think maybe. Oh, uh, you're right, yeah, I didn't I'm like sorry. it. <laughs> I know. It was a very, like, gorgeous rendition of a female version. It which, was. Which Pennywise? Uh, the newest one. The newest one. Scar mm-hmm. Scarred. Okay, well. Like, not Tim Curry's. What was that for? Uh, it was a. Uh, she. Uh, it was my. My. My uh, friend Brittany, she was having a Halloween party, uh-huh. and she always do- she's a natural redhead, so okay. she always does a redhead character. So like for her, him yeah. was an option, and she had just recently done a photo shoot with somebody as it when I was supposed to do a makeup for that, and I was unavailable. So she was like, "F that, you're doing it for my party then." And I was like, "All right, cool, I got you." And so I did that, and then I was her Georgie, so I made myself look like I was dead and. I didn't see the new movie because yeah. I didn't chapter like two or chapter, chapter any one. of them. Okay. I didn't watch. This was when only we were on chapter one, so yeah. this was be, this was before chapter two. Yeah. So I just took it like, and I I hated the first one. I'm I'm the same as you. I hate I hate clowns. I can't yeah. do this. Like whenever like you do your clown thing, I do it on purpose to be an ass to you that I send you all this money just yeah. so you'll do the things because I think Which it's, it's hilarious. It's going to a good cause though, so. right? And that's why I'm. I think it's hilarious, and I'm like, if somebody did this to me, I would be mad at myself and laugh and yeah. and I know that's how you take it, so that's why I'm always for it. But personally, I'm like, oh, God, Jimmy, don't do that. <laughs> I'm like, don't do it. I'm like, I feel bad, but here's that extra 10 bucks. Go for it, man. <laughs> so, like, so, so the thing is, is, I know it's an irrational fear. I know it's an irrational fear because I, I, I've been around clowns and I have not died yet. So. Right. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, so I, I feel the same way. And like I was doing her makeup and it was like how we were talking about. Oh, like, my God. We... Oh, no. You, oh, you're afraid of clowns. Right. So, you know how like you zoom in, like how we were talking, you zoom in and you concentrate on that one spot and you're fine. Yeah. I was fine. So, like, I'm doing her eye, and I'm, like, super concentrated. I'm doing the line from the mouth to the eye, and I'm super concentrated. I'm fine. I take a step back, and I'm like, oh, God, what the hell did I just do? (sighs) And I'm, like, I got to, like, calm myself, and I'm like, oh, my God, why did I just do this to her? And I got to come back, and I'm like, if I zoom back in, I won't be scared anymore because it's not a full clown. It's just this part of a clown. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm okay again because it's just red lines. Yeah. So, it was, like, it was so creepy for me. But, so, I just took on, like, the role of Georgie, and I just made myself dead, and... Because he pulls him down, so I'm just going to be like, oh, he's dead. And they're like, that's not what happens. I'm like, I don't care. I was just playing, guys. It's Halloween. So <laughs> when when I when I encounter Pennywise cosplayers at comic book conventions, um, a lot of the cosplayers, they don't scare me. Because it's, it's not it's not so much the... Uh, I mean, it is the makeup, but a lot of times when people do the Pennywise makeup, it doesn't look like a clown. It looks like just white face with, you know, a mm-hmm. red line on it. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Um, 
it's only the Pennywise clowns that get the idea that they have to tilt their head down, and then I see the eyes looking at me, and I can't, I can't handle that. Oh yeah, don't, so don't, don't scroll through my Instagram too deeply, Jimmy, because she does that. Oh my god. And we even have, we even reenacted. So she had a fog machine outside. Yeah. <clears throat> so what we did is we had like this fog coming up behind her, and her walking towards me, and me standing there with a balloon. And it is so creepy because she's just standing there like this, like coming, like the the face down, eyes up, like yeah. coming at me. And I didn't know, so I'm fine because I'm I'm here and she's back there, and I'm okay. like, go ahead, take the picture, guys. And I'm yeah. just sm- standing there, like like looking like what's gonna happen. And she's coming up behind me, and I turned around, and I was like, God damn it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and then like there was like I was laying on like she had like one of those. Um, I don't know what you call them. It's like that couch, half couch. It's like long. It has like that back piece right here. I, I have no idea. It's but like, it's, you know what I'm, I'm yeah, like? Yeah, I know. I'm like, I don't know what it's called. It's like those, like, sec- like, uh, whenever you see, like, the Greek gods. In the Titanic, gods, like, eating... they did it, like, for her drawing of Rose. Yeah, like, yeah. she was laying on one, that kind of thing. Well, whenever I think of, like, royalty in, like, Greece, someone's yes. dropping grapes into their mouth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, one of those type of things. So I was laying on that, and I was just, like, sitting there, and then she, like, snuck up behind me and, like, jumped on me. I was like, I hate you. Stop. But somebody got the photo. And then, like, we're like, that'd be a great photo, though. Yeah. So then all of a sudden, we're, like, doing this whole photo shoot in her house of, like, all this creepiness. And it was great, but, like, I hated myself the whole time I did it. And I kept looking at her. I was like, I need to drink more because <laughs> I'm not handling this well. That sounds awful. <laughs> Well, I'm just thinking, like, if, because, uh, like, doing the makeup would be funny because you have uh, Pennywise looking at you, weird, doing the weird gestures as you're doing the makeup, and it's fine until she brought her forehead down, and I'm like, nope, nope, I'm out, nope, I'm yeah, out. We're done. Because, like, uh, so you, so you haven't seen any of the new uh, It movies, because It chapter, nope. It chapter two was silly. Like, there were just, it was, it was. That's what I got told. Everyone said it was like it was more comical. Yes. And I thought that was weird because when when uh, when the kids became adults, I thought it was going to get a lot scarier. Right. It got funnier. Because it, it, I would think the same way only because um, like Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. As the kids got older, they were still terrified of this stuff. They didn't talk about it to their children because they didn't want to bring Freddy back. Yeah. So I would think same idea would instill in well, yourself. Well, I thought, I thought because they got to film with adults now, now, you know, they because like, I feel like when you're filming with kids, you still have to keep it not so scary and you mm-hmm. have to keep it less violent i thought that when they became adults pennywise was going to now just like eviscerate people left and right right i thought it was going to be much more terrifying when they became adults but see for us it's an irrational fear yeah. <laughs> for children i think it, they're more scared of it than we are but then why did chapter two just get silly i don't know that that's because like they, they did because you're laughing at your fears i don't know this is a conquering maybe Penny, pennywise sang a song in the new film Okay, so in chapter like a, two. Okay, I don't know now. It was bizarre. It was Barney bizarre. directed it. It was. I'm. I'm still like. It's. It's weird being upset about because like. Uh. I. I'm. I'm glad it wasn't. I'm glad it was less scary. However, I feel like if I'm. If I'm going to invest like, all this time. <laughs> if I'm going to invest all this time and people are going to donate all this money, I should be terrified. I, there should be some kind of award at the end. Like absolutely. I felt like I was. Yeah. yeah. Is the best word for it. I'm like. Yeah. It sounds like you got. <laughs> there was a lot of in this <laughs> in this i i wonder if that's a slur now that i think about it i'm like oh we've used that word a million times i'm wondering if uh, we look at the origin it's bad Ooh, it, it is it is okay Ooh. okay can we can we uh, let's 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 beep that let's yeah beep that i would refer, so prefer sorry. to not i didn't that's think okay. about that i i so i thought about the minute she said i was like "Ooh, i know what i just did yeah <laughs> Yeah, no, no, it's cool. It's cool. It's just uh, uh, there's a lot of times where uh, I'll, I'll like uh, uh, Jimmy Crack Corn. I wanted to do a comic about that, but I'm like, you know what? I should look up at the origin because uh, there's a lot of stuff that we have in society and co- our culture that Is- when you look back at how it began, it's like, Ugh. yeah, yeah. So no, cool. All right, let's beat that up. <laughs> <laughs> Scratch. Um. So that was a uh. So was that your that was your most extreme one? What was your fa- most favorite costume thing? Was that your favorite costume thing, or was it your no, Grinch? No, my, my Grinch was my okay, favorite. Okay, cool. Your Grinch was amazing. Did I get... do it every year now. It's become a thing. It's way too cool. I was even when I saw the makeup, I was like, I kind of want to be the Grinch. Right. Yeah. Like he's he's my favorite Christmas character. Yeah. Like I, I love the Grinch because I'm I'm I I have like this weird love for Christmas, but I also hate Christmas. Yeah. So I'm just like. Ah, like he is. And so he's my favorite character to do beyond like, you know, I love The Nightmare Before Christmas. It's like my favorite movie. 
But that's just like the Grinch is the like he's my idol. <laughs> well, see, see, I I keep I keep seeing posts about the Grinch, and it keeps making more and more sense. Because your issue with the Christmas is the obnoxious way that Christmas is all over the place, <sighs> where you see uh, a lot of companies that are like, "Oh, look at our Christmas special type thing," and they make like something new for Christmas, and you're like, "Calm down, it's about." Spending time with your friends and family. Calm down. Like I get that, but also Jeffree Star totally dragged me into that. <laughs> He's like, I have this mystery holiday box, and I made this Christmas peppermint highlight palette, and it's only in this box, yeah. and I'm never going to make it again. And I was like, take my money. Just just take it. Here you go, Jeffrey. My bad. <laughs> well, you, you can criticize you can criticize commercialism and love at the same time. I, I believe it. Uh, I believe that's true. Love hate relationship all yeah. the time. Because you're you're like, oh, I hate Christmas, but uh, the Grinch is definitely an icon of Christmas. He that's is. <laughs> and I'm like, God, I hate Christmas. Oh, I love you, Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't. Every Christmas playlist has the Grinch come up. It does. It does. <laughs> and I get both versions, the original and then the Jim Carrey one. And I'm like, oh, I'm happy. Which one's your favorite? <sighs> Depends on my mood. Okay. Okay, I can when I get that. like closer to like Christmas, it's probably the original. Yeah. Because it's more like it's my childhood at that point. Uh-huh. And it's nostalgic. But when it's like that whole like I like oh God, really guys, it's 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 October. Yeah. Why, why? And I hear it and I'm like, okay, Jim Carrey understands. <laughs> and I don't know why it's that way. I just, maybe it's because like I can I know that he's kind of cynical in real life that I can make those work in my head. And I'm like, yeah, no, I hate this. Why is this up? Why are you? And like, I feel bad because I've, I've done it to my daughter now where she hates Christmas like that. Aww. She hates early Christmas. She yeah. thinks we shouldn't do anything until like maybe the 12th of December <laughs> before anything else. I can get behind that. Yeah, yeah. I, she's like, why now? Like, why? Why Why do they have a tree up? I'm like, I don't know, babe. <laughs> I feel like uh, uh, every every month of the year is Halloween for me. I just always celebrate Halloween. And so... I love that. <laughs> so, I, when, whenever... Because like, I, I told them that once October's over, it's just less Halloween than normal. Right. Because it's still Halloween. I'm still Halloween all year long, but October is the time where I'm like, okay, cool. Let's up the ante. All right. <laughs> right. So whenever I see Christmas coming in, I'm like, no, no, sorry. You wait till December. That's your month. We can kind of have sh- – we can kind of share November. I don't care about Thanksgiving. We can share November. <laughs> but and then like I think for you, though, that great thing that made that bridge even better is The Nightmare Before Christmas because they are intertwined with each other. I got an issue with Nightmare Before Christmas, oh, though. Oh, darn. I feel, I feel like Jack doesn't really take responsibility. Oh, no, he doesn't. Because he sings that song. It's like, you know, uh, no one really understood. Well, how could they? I'm like, you're blaming them? <laughs> you stole somebody else's holiday and this is their fault exactly okay and so as i get older i feel like i get less and less sympathetic for jack i don't think i was ever sympathetic for jack i was sympathetic for santa i don't think he had a good yeah but jack that. has that whole song about like how it, you know he's getting tired of the monotony of his holiday place in life mm-hmm. and so it's i feel like it's supposed to be sympathetic because he's just tired of being the same person again and again and again and again right but as an adult i'm like Look, we all have to do this every other day. Come on. <laughs> See, I feel this way. <laughs> we all have to do our job. Right. Don't go stealing someone else's holiday just because you're bored. <laughs> right. You're like, mm, you know what, Jimmy? I'm tired of being a hairdresser. Can I steal your art abilities real quick? I'm going to start doing Ben Better comments. Yeah, you don't mind me you know, throwing you with some kids, right? Right. Like, <laughs> Kidnapping some kids? Yeah, you got it. Let's do this. Yeah, be, be, be eaten by Boogeyman? Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> You're cool, right? What is this? <laughs> What's this? Um, what cartoon eyebrows are your favorites? Okay, so this was hard. I didn't know what to say when you gave me that question. Like, I had to go back and think about it. And I'm, like, looking. And I, like, literally just Google cartoon characters. Yeah. And I did, like, decades. And then I tried, like, Nickelodeon. And I did Disney. And I kind of just played like that. And I realized the only people that really have, like, a design in their brow are the villains. Yeah. 
And I'm like, it, besides Millhouse. <laughs> but like for the most part, either people don't. Well, who, who's to say you're not a villain? Don't give me that. Fair, fair. <laughs> but like for the most part, brows are either like non-existent or just like those like 90 eyebrows I was talking about earlier where it's just like a rainbow sitting, like McDonald's eyebrows type of sitting on them where it's like that or just like a straight line. And it makes it kind of like, mm, I don't like that. But then I'm like looking at like, like Ursula and I'm like, ooh, she's got like these deep ones and I get it because she was created after a drag queen divine yeah. and her brows were like that and I was like okay and then I start looking at Disney and I'm looking at all these villains I'm like okay so Ursula's got some good brows Maleficent's got some good brows and uh the evil queen Maleficent has some epic brows she does <laughs> and then the queen um from Snow White yeah the evil queen she had great brows too and I was like okay I like villain brows <laughs> one, one of these years I would like to cosplay as Ursula and uh, whenever I see her brows I'm like uh, one, one of these years. One of these years, I'll do We'll that. have to trim yours so much to glue or them we can down. Put them, isn't there like a... Oh, to glue them down. Okay. Because I was going to say, we, well, we there could, like what, a thing that you put over? What we could do is we could just like push them up really... So what you do is you take like eyelash glue, or not eyelash glue, uh, like stick glue for like paper. Okay. And we just comb it all the way up and then we'll just work with it. Okay. <laughs> then you might just reach up to like your middle of your forehead. It'll I think, be fine. I, I think it'll be really nuts to see me as Ursula. I think it'll be fun. It'll be great. <laughs> one of these. One of these. Because she's, she's my favorite Disney villain. She's mine too. Yeah, I love her. Like everything about her. Uh, even even her song, even her song. Like she when she changes her motive when in mid song she's like feeling really nice and sweet. And when like without my voice, how are they gonna? And she's like, you've got your looks, your pretty, your pretty face. face. <laughs> and when she gets really upset at that, I'm like, that's human. I dig that. Like, <laughs> like i'm fat i don't look as good as you you could handle this i would not be okay right now <laughs> i was like oh i don't get it i was like listen <laughs> when, you're gonna when, go far when i thought of that question of like what i what cartoon what fictional eyebrows you like and i should have said fictional any fictional character because you got some really cool like uh like there's the grinch with his curly eyebrows yes. and that made me think of a uh, hook Oh, uh, doesn't Hook has his hook. great eyebrows with those little, he had the hook on his brow yeah. and on his mustache. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I should have been any fictional character. <sighs> but the cartoon character I always thought of was, did you ever watch the Venture Brothers? Adventure Brothers. I have. I, have. I was thinking of the Monarch's eyebrows that because he's a butterfly, they, yeah, they extend. extend, yes. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think of that. But, you know, even then, I don't really, I'm not into, like, alien eyebrows. I like those super hardcore arches. Like, yeah. I can appreciate when girls do, like, those Spock eyebrows. Yeah. And I am here for them. They <laughs> rock it. You live your best alien life. But personally, I want my arch to be so high that you look like, oh, my God, she's a bitch. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> Which, that, that's my favorite thing about Maleficent's eyebrows. Exactly. The whole, like, sharp arch and then comes down. The exactly. points are amazing. Exactly. Exactly. I think even Scar had the same kind of look, but thicker. Oh, you know what? Scar had really good brows. Yeah. I didn't think about him. I didn't think animal. Dang, Jimmy. I've drawn. I've drawn my fair share of villains, and so whenever I get to the, and I'm a big fan of the the eyebrows. Thicker the better. I'm all about thick eyebrows. And so when uh, when I was thinking about this question, I was going down a list of different like eyebrows I like. What I wanted to look for was just the extreme ones, like mm -hmm. the monarch. But I was like, no, that's too cool. That's too cool. That's too cool. I want some weird ones. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, Hook and who else has some really funny ones? Oh, my other one that I was, uh, Helga from Hey Arnold. Yes. That unibrow, iconic. <laughs> <laughs> and I got so Straight bad. Straight up when, iconic. And then when she did tweeze it, she had like three dots, like a bowling ball in between her eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, I feel you. I understand this pain. <laughs> Um, since this is uh, Friday the 13th, when this uh, episode goes up, when this bowl goes up, um, what are your favorite like things that you can do to give you bad luck? So me and my best friend, China, actually used to have like, I don't know how to call it. It was, an, um, I can't say annual because it's not, Friday the 13th is an annual, but like just a ritual, I guess you could say. Okay. Uh, we would both bring a mirror to school and we would break them together. <laughs> That sounds safe. <laughs> yeah. We'd bring them to school. We'd break them. And then we'd throw, we threw away everything. Yeah. But yeah, that's what we did. Every Friday the 13th, we would try to remember to bring a mirror to school with us to yeah. break for Friday the 13th. Isn't that like seven years bad luck? Seven years bad luck. And I don't know how many times we did it. And I swear to God, it's finally catching up to me. <laughs> and her, like, I'm like, dude... 
every time something goes bad, I'm like, now we should have never broke those stupid mirrors. <laughs> and she's like, ah, I'm so sorry I suggested this. Because <laughs> she was the one that came up with it. She was yeah. like, man, it's Friday the 13th. It's not like we can. And then we would also like walk around the school. And if we ever saw a ladder on Friday the 13th, we purposely would walk under it. Like we were just going against all of those like quote unquote superstitions. Yeah. <laughs> Cause we were like, we didn't believe in them. They're they don't they're fine. Whatever. Like nothing really happens. We would purposely jump on cracks yeah. and stupid things. Like we were just being dumb and we're like, okay, it's not gonna happen. Lo and behold, my back's broken. You <laughs> have all this bad luck and I'm like, mm, maybe it wasn't your mother's bra- a back. Maybe it's your own. I don't understand. <laughs> Well, I, I don't know. It's just it's just weird to think that you know all of when you look at uh, all of ga- all of the galaxy, and 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 life and, and existence came down to you can't open an umbrella indoors. <laughs> I just can't believe in bad luck superstitions. <laughs> it's over, man. He yeah. opened an umbrella. Done. Done. <laughs> your kids goodbye everyone make sure your wills are intact yeah all of existence came down to that umbrella you can't open it indoors you know what this and, is a great theory for 9-11 <laughs> and which 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 like where does the rule of umbrellas like where's the limits is it the tiny umbrellas if you open them out in a bar and put them in your drink now it's bad luck oh you have a point there no i no that's silly that's a <laughs> i don't know no i mean like i don't know if there's a size requirement <laughs> Like is is I mean it's technically meant to be possibly indoors. Is yeah. that then you made it for that? So I don't know now. And yeah. like those people who walk around with like the umbrella hats, yeah. you walk inside. I don't. Hmm. And does it does it matter the purpose of the umbrella? If it's specifically for rain, is that a <laughs> is that the de facto? Yeah. Is it rain or sun? Which which umbrella is the one that's going to give me oh, bad yeah, luck? Part or like parasols and stuff. I yeah. Don't, yeah. Well, I mean they were doing that what back in like the 1600s. So. I mean, they did have the Black Plague. <laughs> All because of umbrellas indoors? All because indoors. of umbrellas indoors. <laughs> New conspiracy theory. No, I, I can't. I can't. I don't do superstitions like that. Whenever I think about, like, uh, especially the one that really bums me out is the black cat. The black cat. Oh, I feel so bad. Because a lot of cats do get left behind because of that. Or, like, like I see them on the streets and I'm like, oh, come here, kitty, kitty. I'm like, I don't want you out here. Because there's also people who, like, on, like, Friday the 13th and on Halloween that kill them. Yeah. And I'm like... It's a bad luck. Yeah. And they'll, like, even adopt them from a shelter and then kill it. And really? I'm, yes. There has actually been a huge epidemic about that. It's... it's I saw it in the news maybe a few years ago now. Okay. I don't know if it's been huge now, but it was a problem. I don't want to look it up. Where they Like, where shelters literally would not adopt out animal, like, black cats around that time. Because they were so concerned for their safety. That's tragic. It is. It's horrible. <laughs> no, I love, I love, I love cats. So I'm like, no, that that cat just because it's a black cat, it's not bad luck. That's dumb. That's dumb. Right? No, no, thank you. Um, so you mentioned Friday the Thirteenth when you were trying to mention <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, and this is uh, this is a question like uh, Jason Voorhees. Okay. If you're gonna do Jason Voorhees makeup, you take off the hockey mask and you have to do the makeup underneath. What palette would you use? I can only use one. No. Oh, okay. I was like, wait, that's not how makeup works. I don't know how makeup works. Oh, okay. I was like, no, we can't just use one palette. I mean, like, yes, there are a lot of people who work off their whole look on one palette. Spoiler alert. I don't know how makeup works. Oh. <laughs> Jimmy, I'm so sorry. I know. I know. I failed. I failed this. I failed you. Where's your research? Dishonor on my family. Dishonor on myself. Like. Dishonor on your cow. <laughs> no, um, ah, oh, God. Well, I have, okay, so his skin tone. It varies. It varies. And that makes it harder because when you're picking a palette, like when you're choosing colors for somebody, you're choosing colors that work with like their skin tones, their eye colors and their outfits. And then they're also personal preference. Because just because I don't think red and pink look good together doesn't mean that this girl wearing a red dress doesn't want me to do like this crazy fuchsia pink eyeshadow. That's just what she wants. I just have to make sure you're using the right color of pinks to match with her skin tone. Well, Jason Voorhees doesn't have like a preference. Okay, so he doesn't have a preference. Yeah. All right. He's looking for a new look, and you're, a he new came look? to you. Okay, yeah. he's coming to me. So we're kind of doing like a like a Edward Scissorhands situation. Yeah. Where I'm Mary Kay. Cool. Yeah. He's just tired of it all. Okay. <laughs> um, we're we're gonna give him back some brows. He needs okay. some brows. Um, and then I think you know, 
I've, we've always seen him in like greens and darker colors. Let's brighten him up. Let's do some like pastels and just change up everything. You know? <laughs> Make him look like a Powerpuff girl and live his best life. <laughs> or like, oh, you know what? Or we could change it completely. And you know how like goth has kind of like got this new like pastel goth thing going on for them? I've seen that. Let's do it. He's going to be in all powder pink. <laughs> I'm so he's going to look like Uncle Fester in uh, the second Adams family? No, we're going to give him a wig because this is 2019 yeah, and no, everybody he wear wear wears he wigs. He, he, okay, so we're going to give him no, a wig. No, we're giving him a wig. Okay, cool. Jeffree Star wears wigs. All these guys are wearing wigs now. It's 2019. What kind of wig he's are we giving him? One. We're going to give him a good lace front. We're going to give him... Um, we're going to do like a ombre color. So we're going to do like a little bit darker because we don't want to take him too far from his roots. Okay. No pun intended. Uh, <laughs> and then we're going to have it go down into like those pastel rainbow colors just to really push that punk like or that goth uh, pastel look. Now, are we doing this to uh, get the approval of his mom or are we trying to be like, you know, oppose his mom? mom be this like, is you what know. I really am. Yeah. Like teen angsty. Like, but mom, this is who I want to be. That's how we're doing this. Okay, so it's going. So he wants something completely new because oh, before yeah. he was always in the service of his mom. Yeah. This is him being like, no, "I'm my own Jason." Now. I am my own Jason. I I can handle myself, and this is who I wanted to be. And you're gonna let me. <laughs> nice. Uh, no. <laughs> Sorry, I had an alarm. That's okay. <laughs> on that note, that's a good. That's a good note. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Thank you for being Thank on this you. show. Um, give me your social media so that let, let the listeners know about your social media. Well, you can, um, if you want to book appointments with me, I do have a website. It's glossgenius.nikkiemdahl.com. Um, I also have my Instagram, which is Nikki Emdahl Artistry. And I do have a Facebook page. Please don't judge me on it. I don't know how to work Facebook at all. I'm an 80-year-old woman stuck in a 28-year-old's body. 28. How old am I? Don't worry about <laughs> that. I'm 80. See, I don't know my age. Um, and my Facebook page is uh, Nikki Marie Artistry. So you can look me up on there, too. And where's your salon located? We're located... Oh, I'm located. We. Yeah. We as a company. That's okay. And myself, fine. we are all inside of me. Um, I'm located in Marietta, but in February, I am moving to Menifee off of Antelope and uh, Newport. Nice. Newport. Yes. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, okay. And so that's all your social. Uh, mm-hmm. You can find uh, Question Crunch Podcast at... Uh, it's at Question Crunch Podcast. So you can find us. We're, we're trying to get on Twitter. We have Instagram. We have Facebook got to get the twitter down so uh yeah thank you for coming thank you jimmy